0: with Mike and Joe
1: What I was saying was, um, oh, I was, I went in to get a haircut and all I did was I put in my name. The lady at the like register was like, uh, counting receipts or something. Mm -hmm. And so I said my name and then I said, uh, she took my name down, took my phone number or whatever. And then she was like, uh, oh, I said, how long is it going to be? And she goes, Okay. And she throws the receipts down and she's like, let's go. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to wait. <laughs> I don't want you cutting my hair. I'll wait for the next person. How long's
2: it going to be? And she was like, I don't know. Especially you don't want a person who's like, oh, all right, hurry up. Let's just get this done. When yeah, do hair, exactly. You know? mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And I wasn't asking because I was like, even in a hurry. I was just thinking if it was like over half an hour, I could have gone next door and done something and then come back. Mm-hmm. I was in the most patient mood. <laughs> it was funny. Um, hey, Joey. Hello. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over. We have been friends for over fifteen years. And every single week, we call one another and we catch up.
2: Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. How are
1: you doing? What's new with you?
2: <sighs> um, you know, I started this nonprofit. Uh, yeah. yeah. So now we've we started to get money to come in and from, the, from, the, from it and everything.
1: HIV meds for college kids, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Undergrad prep, HIV meds for college kids. That's exactly what we do. So it, we've gotten donations, and now it's time for me to open a bank account for Great. the organization, right? Well, the paperwork that has the articles of incorporation are at the lawyer's office in Pasadena, right? Okay. So I tell her, I say, listen. I'm going to your office to pick up these papers, and Mike. She goes, "Okay," and I was like, oh, "That's not a good sign, right?" <laughs> so I, I drive over there. The place is a mess. She told me, by the way, that she wasn't going to be there. She had court that day, right? Place is a mess, and their friend because she's clearly told them, "Uh, oh, this this dummy is coming at one p.m." My assistant will be there. So the, the assistant's running around looking for stuff in this pile of stuff at this office, and now I get there and there's like a frumpy lawyer. He's her partner, mm-hmm. and he's trying to find the paperwork too. And he goes like, who, "Who, who, who's this for?" And I go, "Oh, it's for undergrad prep, you know." And he goes, "Okay." So he's looking for it, and finally gets to a point where he's like, because they're all still looking for this paperwork, he's like, "You know, I got to go to court, um, but you know what?" I don't know who you have to deliver this to, but tell the client go no to me. You're delivering to me, okay? <laughs> There's no delivery. Thinking that I was a l- delivery guy. Yeah.
1: Here's the lie. Let's tell this sucker. Yeah, let's tell and this you're sucker. Like,
2: I'm the fucking sucker. Yeah, I'm the sucker. <laughs> I'm the sucker. I know. I don't. I know. I, I know. I dress like a slob, and yeah. I look like the guy who would be delivering. Like, oh, Mister, yeah. can I uh, deliver this paper to you? Like, I know that's what I look like. Okay, I realize that. Sure. So, anyway,
1: I don't know what kind of law office this is either, though. But do they have people maybe that serve papers often Comes pick shit up?
2: Cut, cut to so the they, not- they go to someone like, You've been served. And he's like, Why are these articles of incorporation for a, corp- like a nonprofit? <laughs> and meanwhile, they hand me a summons yeah. for uh, getting a divorce.
1: Cut to, you said she's in court. Cut to her in court and she's like, okay, on the witness stand. He's she's like, okay, tell me, undergrad prep. And he's like, my name is Sam.
2: Yeah, he's like, honor, like, I like to submit uh evidence A, you know, and he's like, okay, what is it? She goes, it's a bloody knife. He goes, uh, ma'am, this is articles of incorporation for a nonprofit. And then the guy hands me a bag with a bloody knife. He goes, Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> we found it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so, yeah. So you got the paperwork or not? Everything's taken care of. Okay, good. So, but that's it. You know what's so funny? Let me just tack on this story. You know, I've been speaking of this nonprofit, I've been teaching these. um, Let me ask what you would do here. I've been teaching these uh, high school kids. Okay. Yeah. And on Sundays, so on Saturdays, I'm in one part of town, but on Sundays, Mike, it's crazy. I'm in an office building that's literally a. 2 minute walk from the Johns downtown LA oh, okay okay nice and so John Paul and I arranged cuz you know I'm, seg- I'm segregated from a uh, evil John now we arrange for uh, for after work for us to meet for lunch you know and go more for lunch downtown okay yeah so literally class ends everyone's leaving and there's one kid who's straggling behind a boy and he he has a, he drove there Okay, and he has another class in two hours, so he's trying to kill time in downtown. FYI, I don't know this; I find this out later, but I'm just telling you now. So it's like the class ends, and then John Paul calls me, and I'm sure he could hear John Paul on my phone. And John Paul's like, "Oh, I'm. uh, Are you done?" I go, "Yeah, I'm going to be downstairs in like five minutes." He goes, "Where do you want to go?" And I go, "I don't know. Where do you want to go?" And then John Paul says, "Grand Central Market," which is like it's like basically like a food hall. Okay, and it's like a quarter mile away. And I go, "Perfect. Pick me up." Okay? <laughs> quarter mile drive there. <laughs> In fact, that even comes up cuz then the I hang up and the boy goes, "Oh, do you know places to go to eat around here?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah, I need to kill time for like 2 hours." And I go I go, he goes, "Where can I walk What? I go, "Where do you want to go?" He goes, "Somewhere walking distance." And I go, "Hmm." And then I realize go like, "Wait a minute. What does walking distance mean to you?" Because walking distance to me means across the street, right? And he goes, I don't know, within a half a mile. So really, the only place for him to go within a half Ooh. a mile was Grand Central Market.
1: So you switched where you went, or you still went? No, nope, I
2: switched. Okay, I would too. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So John, I, I told John probably pick me up. He goes like, I go, we can't go to Grand Central Market. I got sorry, yeah, that's out of the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to make sure you you would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I we went to. Um, this, else. This, yeah, this Filipino place. <laughs> so, um, uh, but yeah, John was like, "Why?" And I go, "I just—it's no,
1: yeah, no. it's just awkward that either like either you sit with him, which you don't really want no. to, or you don't sit with him, which is awkward too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just better to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, because the same thing, you know, because everyone that works at Yes, the organization I work with, they're all women, mm-hmm. and so. Even the other day, there was a, a communication that had to go to the kids, and she was like, "Do you want to just text the kids?" And I'm like, mm, "I want you to do it. I, I don't want to have their phone numbers. I don't want them having my phone number. I think the the more of, of a separation there between the, the me and the kids is the best for everybody. You know, fair, fair. So anyway, so that's what happened with uh, that story. Anyway, what what's going on with you? Um, hey, bro,
1: before I tell you uh, what's going on with me, I wanted to. Um, first of all, point out that we got a couple of emails this week, and I just wanted to let people know that we got them. Um, first of all, Andrew Park emailed us. Um, so I wanted to say, hey, Andrew. And also, Katie Fox emailed us. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them went to catchinguppodcast.com and filled out the contact form where you can choose to send a message to Mike, Joe, or Mike and Joe. So uh, thank you to those two for doing that and then also in a few minutes uh somebody's gonna be calling us right joey who is it
2: laurel's calling us
1: laurel, oh, the, right. laurel Laurel, who i think she's a pharmacist she's gonna be calling us in a few minutes and she's gonna help us catch up on hey, some Mike, old episodes i have some
2: questions. do you have any questions you want me to ask her no you know what you know what ask her this ask her uh... well, you just ask her no why don't you ask her no you ask her because <laughs> she's calling right now you
1: ask it yeah you ask it Um, I wanted to tell you, Joey, listen to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The building I work in um, is an office building, but it's attached to like an old historic theater in San Francisco. We've talked about this before, Um, but it's like this office building. And there are offices for the theater production company I work for. Um, But there's also like a theater customers union office in our building. There's a public accounting firm. And a new company just moved in on our floor and they renovated a good portion of the the floor. Um, and I Googled them. They do like video analytics or something like techie. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of like young people in their 20s and 30s. Good looking people, good looking office, um, whatever. But I've seen a lot of new faces in the building because of this new uh, office that just opened. So... The other day, I'm walking to the bathroom just a couple of days ago. And our, our bathroom is like a shared bathroom for the entire floor. Mm-hmm. And a female co-worker of mine is walking with me and we're going to the bathroom. We're talking about something work-related. Um, we just opened Book of Mormon mm-hmm. um, so that we were probably talking something like that. And this dude from the video analytic company, he walks out of his office. He's ahead of us. He's also headed to the bathroom, it looks like. And he turns around and he's like, listening to us and like really looking at us as we're talking and in my head i thought oh maybe he's like i don't know curious about tickets to book of mormon or mm-hmm. something because that's what we were talking about i don't know
2: oh no <laughs> i, I want to hear what where the, i want to hear where the story's going
1: i just thought he was curious about the show or something mm-hmm. right so uh i go into the bathroom the dude walks into the bathroom before me the female coworker i'm working with walks into the female uh bathroom Uh, and, uh, when I walk into the bathroom, so there's a urinal and there's a stall and he walked in before me. So he went straight to the urinal. So I had to go into the stall to take a piss. But as I was walking, he was like still staring at me Mm -hmm. like over his shoulder as he's like getting his junk ready to piss. He's like looking at me still. I didn't get gay vibes from him by the way, but just like staring at me and I couldn't really figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I go into the stall, I do my business and he finishes before me and he's washing his hands and like washing his hands so slowly so that I kind of catch up to him. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I finish doing what I do. And as I start to wash my hands, he's still staring at me in the mirror. So finally I acknowledge it cause it's like very, very obvious. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how's it going? Just to kind of like say something, so that I don't know. It was just so weird. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "You know what? You look really familiar to me." Oh no! And Joe, the second he said that, so I've, so all this time I'm like, "Here's this guy who works for this video analytic company that I've never seen before, or if I have, I've run into him in the hallway or something." Right? Then when he said, "You look familiar," it just clicked. That I know exactly who he, I went to high school with him, Joey.
2: Oh, this is not where I thought the story was going at all. Is, isn't that the well? First of all, where did you think it was going? I thought he was saying like I heard you talking about the Book of Mormon. Can I interest you? Like I thought he was gonna try. Like he was a Mormon, and he was gonna try and like convert oh, you. Oh God! Oh God! No. Or oh. he saw what was doing in your pants, and he was like Brigham Young, and then he was like gonna like.
1: But anyway, I went to high school with this guy. And so, first of all, it's a coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, guy in the bathroom. Like, um, I went to high school with you 400 miles away, and now we're working in the same building in San Francisco together mm-hmm. on the same floor. Mm-hmm. That's really coincidental already. Mm-hmm. But to get even more coincidental, this guy, Jeffrey, we were actually pretty close in high school. And you didn't recognize like, him? I did not recognize him What? what as soon as he said, like, you look familiar, I totally recognized him. I knew his first name, last name. But it, I wasn't, like, looking at him close enough. Mm-hmm. He, he, You know where I went to high school. He's, like, a basic white dude who in high school drove, like, a truck. Is he hot?
2: <laughs> no. But now um, you're getting to the age where you're in your mid-late 30s where the hot people are. There's a clear, like, who's maintained and who hasn't.
1: Yeah, he... I mean, he's... Was he hot then? Weird, no. So, in high school, he wasn't that hot either. He looks the same. He's, like, on the short side. He kind of has, like, just small features. Wait. Is this sounding good? Send me a picture. No. I will. Um, I'll have to find one, though. But in high school, we were mostly, like, friends of convenience. We weren't actually ever really that close we mostly had mutual friends and mutual interest so in high school that meant that we spent time together Mm -hmm. so we were in marching band together he was a percussionist um he we just had a bunch of mutual friends but what's weird is like um i know his mom i've Mm -hmm. been in his house Mm -hmm. like it's we were i mean i don't know really how to explain i guess close is the way to say it Mm -hmm. but we like he was really into like anime and martial arts and nerdy and I don't I just feel like well, good for him for um, working at this company. But I go back to the office after we talk a little, by the way, our conversation is like, do you like San Francisco? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Just like, when did you move here from like, what do you do after high school? Like really boring, boring conversation. But I go to back to the office and I added him on Facebook because we were never Facebook friends. So I add him on Facebook. He actually co-founded the company that is on the floor. Um, of my same as my office, but I don't think I mean, I'll probably run into him again, but I have no kind of interest in like hanging out or anything. But isn't that just a bizarre coincidence that somebody from high, like that I don't live anywhere near where I went to high school, but you like, are if in I a major there,
2: city? I could see if you were in like Tuscaloosa, Boise, Louisiana, Iowa. yeah, isn't that in Alabama? I don't know where it is. I look, oh. look, if it's between. California and the East Coast. I don't know where anything is. I'm Fair. Yeah.
1: Uh I just sent you a picture, the only picture I have of him, because his um his Facebook oh. oh. He's not cute. Do you think he is? I'd hit that, yeah. And maybe part of it too is like when I see him, I see the nerdy kid that was way into anime and Ooh.
2: The second one I sent? I can't say this on the air, but you know who he looks like? Well, I'll just bleep it out. You know what's so funny is I've gone back to listen. <laughs> it's good that we do this shit. I've gone back to listen to old episodes. like I started at 101. Uh-huh. And um, we, we change names of people and bleep things out. And I go, I have no idea who I'm fucking talking about here. <laughs> and I was like, I have no. So that's actually good. Um, The first one, very much yes. The other two, you know who he looks like is...
1: Oh, I'm um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't even really know who that is. <laughs> What's going on with you? Any other stories you wanted to share?
2: You know what I realized listening last week? I forgot. Nope. I forgot to finish the Cameron story. Uh, Can we just finish that really fast? Sure. This is we're done with it? Yeah, please. Cut to I cut to a <laughs> whole other song thing. Uh, no, 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 no. It, it's funny that first phone call is the most interesting part. Oh, first of all, I should say something because people who I know have called me. That is not an actual recorded phone call of me and Cameron, a. Eh? Oh, did you really um, think it was? No. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I you think, knew.
1: I knew it was who, like what you were doing, but I kind of didn't understand what the gag was when I listened.
2: Okay, we'll talk. To we'll him. talk about that in a second. But that was um my, the a guy who works with me on Drag Race recap, Evan Ayers. He works for you. I said works with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, or at least I will after I edit it. And um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he works with me over there on Drag Race recap, and um, he he played Cameron. He does sound a lot like Cameron, um, but it is not Cameron. So a- FYI, I had a couple of people call me, uh, friend of the show Jay Ellis, and uh, somebody else, like two or three other people. Oh, Joey Boohecker. Some people thought it was Cameron. It's not. So um, one he recorded it. Uh, two. Let's talk about what you just said. You know, here's what's funny is I was just trying something new. I actually am very happy with it. I wanted it to sort of like skate the line of uh, weird and funny that I did this, but yet still, I don't know. I want. I I it, it, let me put it this way: if you didn't like it and you felt uncomfortable. It's not because I did something wrong. I've heard it, and I'm happy with what was out there. Does that make sense? I tried something, and now maybe it didn't get... No one's ever said anything about it to me, to be honest with you. Um, but maybe it didn't succeed, but I'm not unhappy for lack of trying. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, I, I know what I was trying to do. I succeeded in what I was trying to do, but maybe it didn't land the way I wanted it to, if that makes any sense. So, um, but I was happy with it. I'm still happy with it, right? Like I said, a lot of times I view this show as a document of what I'm going through at the time. And even if, if it feels uncomfortable at the time, in retrospect, I often like it. And I still like it now. Now, maybe that might change in retros- retrospect. Okay. Uh, so, just to finish the story is – so, Cameron does call me, like, two hours later. Okay? And uh, – it, and this is actually something Evan doesn't accomplish on the show, is when, and on the phone call, I say, like, hey, you know, I you were my best friend, and I just wanted you to know that. And he, he when he said you were mine, too, well, the way Evan says it, he's not an actor, he says it like he's, like, just saying it to get me off the phone. But actually, when Cameron said it, it was very emotional, you know, for him, I could tell. And uh, he called me, like, two hours later. And we have a nice... Hour long phone call, and he just says, and this is where I'm actually in, and, uh, you know, I want to, cause it's actually, it's important for us to actually talk about this. Cause in, in I think, I have feel a feeling in the future, this will come up when other people call the show. Okay. And, uh, this will clarify some things for people who listen to the future. So, is, I'm in a weird place right now because he said everything that I've wanted to hear. I had kind of gotten like mini obsessed with him from, I'd kind of gone over to like in the summer. Oh no! Ever since he wrote that mean message. Oh, and I have, I have news about that mean message too. Remember when he said? Remember he sent that that that? I sent that nice thing to him, and then he wrote back, uh, "You're being neither cute nor funny. Uh, leave me alone. You inconsiderate asshole." Yeah. He sent it via square message. Ever since then, I had just been obsessed with him because I was like, "Oh no, he hates me." And I just went to really dark places, and I was literally thinking about him every day, dreaming about him at night. It was really, really bad. So finally when I got drunk, I called him. And to talk to him, I heard everything that in in a fantasy world you would want to hear that, like, reaffirms things, that I did mean something to him. And he does. He thinks about me every day. He still loves me. But we didn't talk intentionally. We didn't talk about relationships or anything like that. We just sort of caught up, you know, and um, but, you know, we did share those things with each other. And so when uh, there were two phone calls, there was that night and then there was one the next day for an hour or so. And they all pretty much had the same topics. A lot of it was just talking about people we know, catching up and our emotions. But at the end of it, I felt very, very validated. And so ever since then, I think, you know, it's one of these things where yeah, probably 99% of the time you shouldn't do what I did. And it usually ends badly. But this is that 1% of the time where it didn't. Like, I've actually been in a very, very good place with it. Like, remember Chewie told us last week that what ep- Cameron was on episode 117? I think before the phone call, that would have wrecked me emotionally. I wouldn't have been able to listen to it. It would have been like a thing, you know? No, I've listened to it. It's fine. I can talk about him. Nothing. There's no feelings. I mean, there's feelings, but there's no negative feelings, and I don't feel sick to my stomach. I don't feel anything. I'm in a really, really good place. In fact, the one thing that does cause me anxiety is that when we ended the last phone call, he said, well, you know, I'm going to let you decide what you want this to be. And he goes, and I said, you know what? I want to continue not talking, but I'll call you in a few months, Okay. And I would say that has been the one that's caused me anxiety that I said I would call him in a few months because I'm actually kind of okay with not calling him. So I know I don't have to literally call him in a few months, you know, but um, I should have never committed to it like that. So that's the only thing. But I'm in a really, really, really good place. I don't dream about him anymore. I mean, I do think about him every day, but not like in a way that I can have a conversation with about him. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. What do you Um, I feel you have thoughts?
1: No, I mean, I just don't understand, like, what's productive about, you know, continuing to, like, remove the scab from this. Like, eventually it needs to heal up.
2: You're right, but I think this is one of the cases. And you're right. I made a mistake in calling him, but this is one of these weird cases where removing the scab was a good thing. I oh, So here we go. This is one coda. I, so we talked about that that square message. I had always had this theory that he was regurgitating my own words back at me when he said that. He was like, No, I wrote that. Because I had written I'd written this message about a TV show and I'm like, oh, it's like it's like we had a sitcom and blah, blah, blah. And he was he had written some cute reply and then it was blocked. So he was really pissed. So he sent that to me via Square um the the, the app. And I said, I gotta tell you something. I would tell that story. And people were always so impressed that you thought of that. And he goes, I go, how did you think of that? And he goes, I didn't, you thought of that. You told me last time we talked, if you can't get a hold of me, just send me like a dollar on Square and put the message in there. And I was like, oh, I'm so clever. So I was very pleased with myself. That's probably why I'm so happy. I love when I'm so clever. And I didn't even know it. Uh, anything else going on with you, Mike Lawson?
1: Well, yeah. I have a story that starts like back in November, actually. But, um, <coughs> excuse me. The, um, building next to our house is a an apartment building Mm -hmm. you've been here it's like 10 units it's small they have a little courtyard it's kind of like a melrose place looking thing Mm -hmm. um and they also have like five parking spots in the back of their building maybe just a a few not too many Mm -hmm. and those parking spaces are accessed through like a shared alleyway between our house and their building okay okay and we, we also have two parking spots in the back of our house um, that are reserved for the owner of the house. He, he parks his two cars there, mm-hmm. okay? I park on the street. Anyway, back to November 1st, someone new was moving into this apartment building next door, and they had this big moving truck, and it was parked in the alleyways. They were moving in, and that's not actually abnormal. Our street is very busy, and it's nearly impossible to get a parking spot that's big enough for a truck to unload without blocking traffic. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to find a spot that's close enough to unload and carry stuff in whatever. It's a shared alleyway. It's super normal for us to have deliveries or them to have deliveries in a big truck parks there. Okay. And uh, many times we've had to like ask a truck to move so we could get out or no big deal. It's part of sharing an alleyway. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. So, on November first, this truck was in the alleyway, and they backed in. Uh, somebody was moving in; it was a moving truck, I think. I said that they backed in so they can unload easily into the building. And when they backed in, they hit our front fence of our house. Okay, got and it. And it, it's a wood fence. Strangely, it's like eight feet tall around our house, which I don't know privacy. I guess. Yeah, I
2: remember it being. Very, I remember it being very tall. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. We, and a part of it is like so.
1: I live in Oakland, and like I, I don't live in the worst part of oakland for sure i don't live in like the oakland hills either um so i mean there's you know people that walk around and grab uh cans and bottles out of recycling there's like um some shady characters if you leave stuff in your car you might get a window popped out so like i I don't live in a great neighborhood but i don't live in the worst neighborhood either i don't feel unsafe at all i just feel like you know people might steal shit from us Mm -hmm. um So that's probably why the fence is there. Before the fence was built, the fence has been here since I have. But before the fence was built, there are stories of uh, somebody regularly taking a dump in the front yard area Mm -hmm. of our house. So that's part of the reason the fence was built in the first place. Uh, But we now also have like um, vegetables growing in the front yard because that fence is there. It kind of like protects all of that. Anyway, so the fence got hit. Three of the planks from the fence broke, and there's basically this big gap in the fence. Okay, it's damaged. Mm-hmm. Not a super big deal. I can't imagine it would cost very much to fix. But mm-hmm. I think the point is somebody in that apartment building accidentally broke our fence. Okay, so someone in that apartment building should be responsible for it, for fixing it, right? Mm-hmm. So Ricardo, who's the owner of our house, he he's he got very angry at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he contacted the owner of the apartment building. Oh, so it happened. Uh, we all kind of knew the truck did it, but like basically they moved out, whatever. And then the fence got was hit, but it took like a day for the planks to actually fall, if that makes sense. Like it over time, the damage like became more apparent. They like started slipping out, right? Mm-hmm. And so Ricardo, he's pissed. So he contacts the owner of the apartment building who doesn't live here um, and he via email told the owner about the situation they've been in contact before we've he's owned this house for 10 years so he's he knows you know the the owner of that apartment building they've had reasons to contact each other before so he emails them he just tells them about the situation lets him know that he'd like to have the fence fixed and he hears nothing back okay so last week so that was November 1st. And by the way, since then, he's had twin babies. He's He's been busy, right? So the uh, fence is still not fixed. So last week, he's finally pissed. And he he doesn't play around. So he printed up these signs. And the sign basically said, uh, on November 1st, somebody who moved into the apartment building had a moving truck that hit my fence and damaged it. I contacted the owner of your apartment building in an attempt to get it fixed. And I've heard nothing. So in an attempt to protect my property against damage by neighbors that won't take responsibility, I'm closing the alleyway at my property line on March 1st. Please find alternative parking locations. And then he said, if you wish to resolve this, contact the owner of your apartment building, not me. Mm -hmm. Has anything happened? So, Joey, first, he, he did that. He also printed basically the same sort of letter and he mailed it to every unit in the apartment building. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so one guy, a tenant of the apartment building, he came over to talk to Ricardo. And Ricardo does not put up with shit. He, he has like a, a – this is a skill I kind of wish I had. He can be polite while also being like rude if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like he is nice and he says everything you're supposed to say but he also like stands his ground. For me when I'm like trying to be nice, I usually say nice things too. And then if I'm mean, I say mean. Well, no, what you're usually like is you're nice
2: when they're saying it. And then uh, while they're sleeping, you sneak into their house, slice their throat, and kill
1: cat. Yeah. Yeah. And and murder them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the guy, the neighbor who came over, the tenant, he started, he's talking nice, but he's basically telling Ricardo he can't close the alleyway. He was like, nope, you can't do that. And Ricardo, who doesn't get dicked around, he's like, well, if the fence isn't fixed by March 1st, I will do it. And the guy's like, well, that's illegal and it's not neighborly. And Ricardo, he's like, I don't care about acting legally or neighborly. If my fence isn't fixed, I plan on making it impossible for you to drive on the on this alleyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the guy leaves, upset. He was like, just Ricardo was like, I don't care if it's illegal. It's not I that's not my concern. <laughs> so the guy leaves and Joey, every day since then, as I'm walking in my house, I'm just having these awkward interactions with the apartment people. Like, they don't know who the owner of the house is, they don't know who I am, that I'm a renter, they don't know shit about me. So it's just like, and also probably, I'm overthinking it. So I'm like, oh, they hate me, they're gonna see my car, they're gonna slash my tires, they're like, whatever. Um, But Update to all of- – so that's kind of where the story was going to end until yesterday when I came home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, I When I walked into my uh, apartment – or I'm sorry. When I walked into the, the house, into the fence, Joey, the fence is fixed, <gasps> okay? So I'm like, oh, Ricardo went and fixed it, and he's going to send them a bill. Nope. Joey, the owner of the apartment building came over, and he spoke to Ricardo, mm-hmm. and he f- the apartment owner fixed it himself. <laughs> So it's all done. That, it was going to be like this, oh, there's this feud, there's a robbery,
2: we're going to have to put up with this. Nope, it's done. They just fixed it because he put up those letters. So I guess it worked. There's a, a a foreign movie that I think is even nominated for an Academy Award this year that I watched with uh, Chris Mercedes on New Year's Day called The Square. I think it's Swedish, maybe. Okay. Now, look, it has all this praise. I don't recommend it. But literally the story that you're telling me is sort of the the story that's that's uh that pushes the movie it, it, the movie's more about more, about more than this but it's the the big it's the big event that pushes the story forward and it reminds Feud about a fence? close uh it's a guy whose phone gets stolen and he mm-hmm. tracks it to uh a building a building but doesn't know what it's an apartment building so he puts a letter in every single person's apartment saying you stole my phone, uh, or someone in the apartment stole my phone, or something like that. And uh, you need to fix this, right? Yeah. And I won't give anything else away, but that starts a whole chain of events from his doing that. So that I was sounds good. Yeah. Do you have to? Do you have to read subtitles? Yes.
1: Oh, uh, I can't do it. But
2: you know what, it's, Mike? It's, it's not worth. This movie's not worth it. I'll tell you afterwards what happens. I don't do subtitles happens. anymore.
1: I don't do subtitles anymore. I used to, in my 20s, I loved movies. Um, I loved a lot of foreign movies that had subtitles. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just so fucking lazy. How am I supposed to multitask and look at Twitter while I'm watching a movie if I have to read the
2: movie? My concern is the opposite. I, I will watch it if I hear it's really good. My concern though is I like, I like to actually absorb the visuals of a movie. Mm-hmm. And that you lose that when you're watching it with subtitles. You're missing so much of the picture.
1: Because you're distracted by reading. Yeah. You have to read. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: So, and it's, it. it's usually at the bottom of the screen.
1: Um... Oh. Hello. 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 Hi, Laurel. How are you?
0: Hey, Mike. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: Good. Joe's here, too. Hi, Joe. Hey, Laurel. Hey.
0: Hi, Joe. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing just fine. Great! Yeah, thank you for joining us, Laurel. Everybody, this is friend of the show, Laurel. Um, she's calling in. She's going to help us recap episodes one twenty six to one fifty um, in this kind of series of recaps we're doing um, to celebrate the last two, the last hundred of our two hundred episodes. Um, Laurel, how how long have you been listening?
0: I'll be honest with you. I first started listening to the show when Joe was on Grant's Rants. I used to listen to that show, and mm. then. Uh, right. it, it it triggered my mind because he talked about it like he was on the show by himself. So I was like, "What is going on over there? And how mm-hmm. can you catch up by yourself?" <laughs> so I
2: started cool. you know what point. you're not you're not far off.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's true. Though I know that now.
1: Yeah. my contribution is small. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and, and you guys are just so wonderful. I've, I've listened to every single episode. So, so was I was
2: awesome. I was on Grant's ranch like about. It wasn't a year ago, was it? Maybe. It close. seems like
0: it was over a year ago, but maybe it wasn't. I
2: don't maybe. know. Maybe it, it was probably around a year ago. And um and so do you still Grants, listen to Grant's Rants? Grant's Rants is a
1: like kind of pop culture Hollywood sort of podcast, right? Is that how you would describe it, guys? I
0: would des- I would describe it as a whiny guy from oh, no. Jersey <laughs> <laughs> complaining all the time and the world only needs enough complain, you know. But wait, but wait, why were
2: you li- then why were you listening so- to that show?
0: I started out listening to RuPaul's, uh, not yours, the one, the other oh, one. Oh, with that was Jay on, Ellis. Uh, Maria Menunez does. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah.
2: The After Buzz TV, yeah.
0: Yeah, and he was on that, and I liked his voice. That's the thing I like voices. So you like?
2: Wait, you I, wait, wait, wait. Hold on for a second. Hold on. You can say a lot of nice things about Grant Rudder, but the last <laughs> thing you would ever say is that you like his voice. You know, it's like. It sounded like the, And, you know, and I, I literally went, because someone, you know, that same friend, Jay Ellis, was the one that wanted me to go on Grant's Rants. He showed me a picture of Grant. I'm like, who's this handsome fellow? And then you hear that it sounds like a, a 90-year-old Jewish man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a 90-year-old Jewish man going like, ah, it's Kylie Minogue. they don't like the new album.
0: It's all right to me,
2: you know? And you're like... <laughs>
0: Wait, there's four of us today. Joey Buhickers on the show too. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow, she's really did a d- d- deep dive. Uh, Joey Buhickers more like listen but oh, you're a
1: scorpion.
2: You're a scorpion. <laughs> the <is a> scorpion. <laughs> but they are cl- you know what? They're both from the uh, the northeast. So funny. Uh, yeah.
1: So tell us something about yourself, Laura. I don't know very much. No, are I'm you an, a pharmacist.
0: I am a pharmacist. <laughs> I'm I'm like a new friend of the show. I don't know what you share. So you're a pharmacist
1: I mean, by you're profession. Okay, with saying that, I didn't want to. I just well, told thanks, you Yeah,
0: <laughs> thanks for putting out that out there.
2: Wait, Laurel, you're a, you're a pharmacist by profession.
0: What, what does that mean?
2: Oh, I thought that was a joke you were making about my being a pharmacist dream. I didn't know it was because you were a pharmacist.
0: I guess you didn't read my email then. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't get that email. I really didn't.
2: That's a lie because we (laughs) talked about it. But Laurel, um, so wait, hold on for a second. I want to defend myself. I want to defend myself. Mike, isn't it true I'm bad at reading things and absorbing things? Yeah,
1: that doesn't mean you didn't get it. That means you didn't understand it. (laughs) Okay, go on.
0: all right, so, yeah, I'm a pharmacist. I live here on Mercer Island. That's one of the richest cities in the wa- state of Washington. It's the city that Paul Allen lives in. Okay. Um, uh, it, Steve. Uh, Gutenberg? Uh, uh, Steve. Oh, <laughs> never mind about that story. So, yeah, I'm 51 years old, and I love uh, your podcast. And I run, and I pray. I believe in God.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> Mike, bye.
0: <laughs> exactly. See ya. That's and, fine. Uh, I have three grown children, and we're getting ready to leave this fine city and move south about a couple hundred miles.
1: Oh, to so like we're going to move right now. Oh, uh, interesting. Not
0: really. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> sure.
1: So, what, but this is weird because I, I mean, I, I think it's great that you listen to Joe and I talk to one another, but like, what, like, what kind of is the hook for you? I mean, we're... Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Okay. I, I can tell you, honestly. I, I'm learning a lot about gay life.
1: Yeah. Okay. Teach us. No, but that's,
0: not, seriously, that's <laughs> not why I'm listening. But I have learned a lot about gay life.
1: Uh-huh. Is that part of the appeal, or is that just kind no, of a side effect?
0: It's a side effect, no. Okay. I just The way you guys banter back and forth, and, like, Joe will say something, and then Mike, you say something, and then it's funny, and so Joe repeats it. I that is I love that. That's everything on this podcast.
1: And it's just gravy that now you know how the grinder app works.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I I I guess that's a place where gay men I do women go on? I don't know. Men, women, men, just men? These are just Mostly men go to meet people to to yeah. have encounters with, I guess.
2: I suppose a woman could go on there, but she'd be really disappointed.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told my daughter the other day who was on I guess it's Tinder. I said, Is that grinder? And she goes, Mom <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's different.
0: That's different. <laughs>
1: yeah. So Joe, you kind of lead this. What are you what are the kind of the questions we're asking?
2: Yeah, okay. So Laurel, here we go. So first question because first of all, I want the audience to know that Laurel is a superstar. She's really stepped up to the plate. We had a different intern who for whatever reason couldn't fulfill his internee duties. Uh, yeah. For 126 through 150. Okay. And so we, Laurel had written us this, this wonderful, nice email, which talked about her pharmacy career. And, and you right? claim to have not received. <laughs> Was it in the same email where she said she does in all the episodes? Yeah. How, how is it possible that this is part of your timeline and I'll, then you are claiming you don't receive? I'll tell you exactly it. how. I only notice the parts that are about me directly. <laughs> so th- she was talking about herself, and I was like, I don't know, what words, 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 dots. Okay, here we go. So uh, so she
1: went to com. She filled out the contact form and sent an email to Joe and I mm-hmm. and said that she had been listening. And coincidentally, we were at the same time um, kind of looking for somebody to fulfill the duties of helping us recap episodes 126 to 150. So since she had just kind of listened to them and told us so, mm-hmm. we reached mm-hmm. out. And like Joe was saying, Superstar, she uh, decided she
2: would um, volunteer to help us do this. You know what's funny, right. too? You know, I bet you she'll be better prepared than some of the other uh, listeners who are Stop all prepared.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I yeah. don't, 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 don't. So here we Judge go. Why, when do you, it's over?
2: why do you demand to, like, <laughs> shame people that have helped us do things? <laughs> so, Laurel. But, <laughs> yeah. Here's the first question. In a general sense, what are what are the big takeaways? Without getting to specific episodes, what are the big takeaways from 126 to 150?
0: I think these are some of the best episodes you guys have ever done cuz really? really episode 26 starts out just great story. It's really going through Mike's transition to his new job. Mm-hmm. Joe's relationship with Cameron is kind of makes it, you know, the whole appearance and then ends and I, I those are important episodes to me mm-hmm. at least. Probably to you too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Strangely to Cameron, too. Now, let me ask you this question. I've been trying to track down the batch that has this. Is this the batch of episodes that has about the clown story, the clown news story that Mike would never pick?
0: Yes, that's the one oh. where you always would say, I've got two stories. One is the clown uh, kidnapping the girls and the other, and some other story. And He never picked it. That's this series.
2: Oh, okay. We no one else knew what we were talking about, so this is finally we can nail it down. It was in, from between one twenty six and one fifty somewhere.
0: Absolutely,
2: where Mike and kept, I, yeah, and Mike and I never talked so about many it. Times. Yeah, we never talked about it. It was something that I was just I I wasn't going to talk about it. It, it. You knew what I was doing, then, Mike, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean i I intentionally didn't pick the clown story. There were. Some duds in there, but I had to keep the gag going, so I picked the duds. Well,
0: oh, that was on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But That's we never funny. talked about
2: it. There was no collusion off uh, off the air. No, okay. So, so you're so what so if you had to say sort of. So you gave us the big themes here. Is there you, you know this is really good that you've listened to the whole show. How would you say this batch of episodes fits in the whole world of the show?
0: Yeah, if if somebody just listened to these twenty five, they would know all about you and how wonderful you guys are.
2: Oh, oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: good, it's a good little batch of episodes. Then,
0: yeah, I'm glad I got this one. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Okay, wow, interesting. What what episode number was the Cameron breakup?
0: The, Joe should know the number. I do. It's one. 140. It yeah, it's 149. Mm-hmm. 149.
2: Oh, okay, it's right at the end there. I'm
1: just yep. kind of thinking of all of what you
2: listened to. So. Yeah, it's- that's good. What are some big things we learned about Mike?
0: Uh, Mike and Steve are going strong, this whole whole thing. Their relationship is developing. Um, Mike had a lot not to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in these. You Tell know, me about other it. I think that becomes job. a trend. Yeah, that becomes yeah, a trend. And, and traveling, you travel a lot going down to Orlando, so, you know. Uh, uh,
2: yeah oh taylor the latte boy
0: taylor latte boy yeah oh yeah
2: yeah 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 th- th- isn't that when taylor took you to that fancy burger
0: place yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
1: diabetes stuff yeah the burger place yes. or was it sushi or something we didn't go to burgers w- yeah oh
0: my how can he forget that that's all about the blueberries yeah yeah i didn't burgers. go
1: yeah i didn't oh. go though Joe just really any chance he gets to bring that up he does <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> this taylor the latte boy i'm gonna tell you for those of you who are new to the show, you don't listen to this batch of episodes. He tells me, You come to Orlando. <laughs> I'm going to take you to a fancy dinner. They put blueberries on, first, which sounds disgusting, by the way. Am I wrong? That, that, <laughs> that sounds gross. so gross. <laughs> yeah. They put blueberry jam on the burgers. You know what? <laughs> if it was a pork burger, like some sort of ground pork or something, maybe, you know? But just straight up blueberries on a beef burger. Mike Lawson, your (laughs) thoughts on that, please. No thoughts. Um,
1: (laughs) I think his point was they do weird stuff with food. That's all he was saying. And then Joe turned it into... No. Something else. I don't know what he's trying to turn it into. Okay, so, uh, uh, so okay, so there was the blueberry jam burger episode. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, there <laughs> so, sure was. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go to specific episodes. Laurel, are there specific episodes that you want to talk about, or specific moments that you want to talk about?
0: I, I'm somebody that always goes backwards, so okay. really 150 is is everything.
2: Oh, what's 150?
0: 150 is you finally discussed the Hawaiian trip. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: I don't remember it. (laughs) That whole incident with your mom. What happened? It's oh yeah. Your mom, your mom, well, you almost died.
2: (laughs) Oh, when I went to the hospital? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
0: You you almost died. Your mom just kept wandering off. At the airport, she wandered off to the bathroom. Oh, that's right. She wanders off during snorkeling. Yeah. You know, everybody's having to watch your mom.
2: That's right. She'd be like wandering, like there's a big people have to like. Yes, you're right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny.
0: And then the whole the whole uh van rental thing and you finally had to call uh, Lyft.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and the I guy got...
0: took the credit card. Yeah.
2: And and, and used their credit card. Why would my mom? He goes, All right, I'll cancel this. Let me see your credit card. I'm gonna walk away with it for a little bit. And she's <laughs> like, Okay, here. And just handed him her credit card. This shady guy at the airport.
0: <laughs>
2: anyway, yeah. So that's one fifty. What did what did Mike talk about in episode one fifty?
0: He only had news stories. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it was that. But the other thing about episode 150 was that was the episode where you had to cradle the dandruff shampoo the whole night.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. I I had gone with Lori Roggenkamp to Target and I bought uh, for my arms where I had this like weird uh, rash on them or something. So a doctor had recommended I use uh, Selsun Blue to <laughs> on, your arms. on my arms. And by the way, it worked. And, uh, but then like Lori dropped me off at the improv. Yes. And then I was with yes. Patrick Keene with a bottle of Selsin Blue in my back pocket or something the whole time.
0: Cradling it like a baby.
2: <laughs> oh, <said>. that's right. <laughs> C- cradling like a baby. And everyone, everyone was so confused. I forgot about that story. Oh my God. And
0: then, but also on that one, Mike actually had a good, not that you don't always Mike, but you had a good news story. It was about the guy that was rollerblading in Hilly, San Francisco and had his rollerblades stolen. Oh, While I remember he was that. Blading?
1: He just got like jumped, and they stole his rollerblades.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that's a classic.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay, so that's episode. I want to go. I want to go back, and you know, it's funny that you're saying this, Laurel, because you know, sometimes people have alerted us to old episodes. Like uh, the guy before you, Chewy, last week, he was telling us about uh, episode one zero four. Mike, have you gone back to listen to episode one zero four? No. It's such a good episode. It's the whole episode's good. And it's the one when I go with, um, to see my cousin Richard Reed and the guy starts singing. It's Morning oh, uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> okay, you can tell he's uh-huh. making up the song. And I have a recording of it that I play on the show. Oh my God. Yeah. That episode is so good. We're good, <laughs> Mike.
1: Anyway, um, I- Next week, <laughs> next week, Alexis tells us that the election episode <laughs> is one of our favorites, and I've gone back
2: and to, oh, to oh, how weird. We haven't it, talked to her yet.
1: I know. I just can tell. Yeah. But um, it, it's interesting to kind of see how my feelings have changed and also how my feelings have not changed. It's a, it was an interesting look back uh, on something really big and important that happened. Okay, so
2: episode one fifty—that was everything to you. You loved it. Okay, oh, yeah. what? Well, That's obviously, a, yeah. we know what's next. Here is episode one forty-nine. Joe and Cameron break up.
0: Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Let's
2: relive this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can relive it
1: moment by well, moment if we could.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, first off, you—you guys—you had been off the air for a while. Where, what? What you, are you, you talking about? Like, you take. I know you record every week, but. <laughs> something think, happened
1: were you just busy breaking up like did we just take weeks off because you yeah 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 going, like going like, through the breakups.
2: yeah exactly i was like i I can't do a show and so we took like right. two or three weeks off
1: yeah. yeah and you were a sad clown during that because like you're normally the happy clown that you know catches up and brings joy to so many but you That's were dealing true. with your your own grief at the time
2: you know uh what's funny is um that, you know, Cameron and I have talked about that. So Cameron actually goes back and listens. Like, I know he's listened to that episode. He listened to another episode, too. But I know Cameron has listened to that episode. He and I have talked about it. And uh it's funny to hear that. Ep- I actually don't have a problem listening to that episode. It, it is such a good snapshot of how I felt at that moment. And, I, and, that, and that was one of the things. I remember Mike was being a good friend. And he was like, you don't have to talk about it. Or you can just kind of like mention it and not talk about it but i was like no i, I want to have a uh, a record of how i felt about what was going on then so, and, and i'm glad i did it's, it's 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 one of my favorite episodes believe it or not even though i don't know if it's our funniest episode uh probably not it, no actually there are some funny moments in it right can we talk about how i remember this specifically from the episode i remember when right when we broke up i was shell-shocked she, like it was like I was n- numb. I don't even think I could cry. I was just numb. And I was driving on the freeway to Mercedes house. She had told me to come over and let's, you know, cry over a bottle of wine. And I wasn't even playing music. And the drive to Mercedes and Chris's house was like an hour. And I wasn't even playing music. I was just driving in silence. And I can't remember, Mike, if you texted me or you called me. And Boo Hecker had posted something so stupid on Facebook. And so you and I laughed for like 15 minutes about whatever Boo Hecker had written. And I remember feeling normal again for those 15 minutes. Uh, And I remember that being an important part to me, too. Uh, Any other takeaways from that episode, Laurel?
0: Oh, yeah. Hello. There's a huge – Mike is at the airport. He's gotten himself all ready to fly on the airplane. I don't remember where he's going. Probably Orlando or something. And he's high. (laughs) Oh. And the plane is delayed. And so (laughs) –
1: I wore out my high in the airport. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: So the plane is delayed, and so the high is wearing off. You have to change gates. You get to where – you're supposed to be there at 9 in the morning. You finally get there at like 3 or 4 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember this. And this is also the one when you've got that lady that, that eats uh, po- baby powder.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right.
1: The lady who eats – baby. I don't even remember what airport it was at, but it was a ticketing agent – who was helping me get into get on another flight cuz my flights were like majorly screwed up. Yep. And she she just had like a bottle of baby powder behind the counter and she was eating it. And her her coworkers were like upset when she would do it, told her it was wrong, but she was like I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't remember that. I'm that's a story I need to remember to tell
2: people.
0: Oh yeah, that was like strange addictions in person. Yeah. No, oh,
2: that is weird. Uh, anything else from one, episode 150?
0: Uh, just that you loved really Mike sharing with you about his past relationship with Jose, and that really helped get you through it. And you ended it with the song by Sam Cooke, Nothing Can Change This Love. Uh, and yeah. I, I had to download that song after that. It was really a really, good song. I yeah. had heard
2: of it. Yeah. Uh, Cameron and I had watched um, the Hulu limited series... Uh, 112263 I don't think I talked about it at the time I think at the time I was too emotional to talk about it then but the, the, so we we'd love that series and at the end of spoiler alert there's a big 112263 spoiler coming um James Franco Kennedy dies okay everyone is shocking <laughs> Kennedy dies no what happens is spoiler um you know cuz he he comes back to the present and James Franco's character uh goes back to uh texas and the the woman he had fallen in love with in the past you know she didn't remember him at all and because he had, he decided not to go back something weird like that she doesn't know who he is and he there's he goes to some sort of ceremony in her honor she's a teacher and she's old and he dances with her and they play that song in the background uh, that's where they dance to it. That, that when he sees to her, when he sees her at the at the event, and so that's why it meant a lot. to – Because we both like that show, but it also the the words in that show it was very emotional. In fact, I'm getting even a little Aww. verklempt right now. Not not super verklempt, but just a little bit. But go on. What's the next episode?
0: Mm. Well, can I just mention another thing of this one because it really was a good episode. Now that I'm looking yeah, of at or reviewing yeah. it. Uh, Mike, you went to Orlando, and you were setting up. You had issues with the audio video people, and you decided to discuss comb overs with them.
1: Oh, did and someone had a comb over. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Like, I I think I was like commenting that if I got to the point of needing to comb over, I think I would just shave (laughs) off and go boldly bald. While I was saying that in the room, there was a man with a comb over. And I felt guilty about expressing my views on the comb over.
2: Just the exactly. other day I was driving down a, a street in East LA and by a barber shop, and they had a sign outside that, you know, like fades, flat tops, you know, haircuts, but then they advertised comb overs.
0: Mm.
2: Who's advertising that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I They're playing business. Yeah. But you know what? I bet you it's smart to advertise that. If I if I had to do a comb-over, I'd be like, you know what? There's a place who gets me. Yeah. And I would go there.
1: It might be a thing. It's very
2: presidential, you know?
0: <laughs> That's true.
2: All right. What's next, for, what's next on your list there? Uh?
0: All right. Next on my list is uh, Mike steps in on episode 148 and talks about uh, – the Pulse nightclub just happened and you guys don't just talk about it, but he explains why you don't talk about it. Cause it hadn't happened yet.
1: Oh, I got you. What happened? We- <laughs> that confused me. But so we start the episode where I give an intro saying like, Joe and I completely ignore oh, this big right. event that just yes, happened because absolutely. we recorded this before the event actually happened. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want people to think we were ignoring it. We wanted people to know we just
2: mm-hmm. recorded it before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else it? big happened in that episode?
0: Yeah, you guys have to discuss how to how to pronounce Top Gun. Oh yeah,
2: what? whether it's Top Gun top or gun. Top Gun, Top Gun. Was that what you say, Mike? I don't know, Top Gun. And see,
0: so you're 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 doing it again.
2: I say Top Gun. What do I say, Top Gun? Yeah, yeah. But we th- who who did we meet that said Top Gun? <laughs> uh,
0: top Gun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't mark it down. You know, it yeah, no, 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 no,
2: no one cares. But they're wrong because they're wrong. That's why. But it's it's clearly Top <laughs> exactly. Gun. Top this, Gun.
0: This is also when uh, Joe, you decide you're going to exercise, and so you and Cameron. How'd, the,
1: how'd that work out?
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I want to know. You and Cameron. Sorry, Joe. To, You Sorry. and Cameron walk to um, the Griddle Cafe. Oh yeah. Where you uh-huh. see, you see I am zeroing there.
2: Yeah, yeah. They gave him a special table. was oh, the big lion, this is Griddle Cafe. That's also the day that a friend called me to tell me he was HIV That's positive. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were walking back. We walked... Well, we, we, did, we took a, an Uber over there.
0: That's and, right, and you were going to walk back.
2: The guy who gave us the Uber ride was so weird. He believed in, like, aliens. Aliens, yes. <laughs> he, was, he started off so normal. And then he uh, started talking about how he does drawings of aliens. And Cameron and I were just quiet. <laughs> sitting there in the car, it was so weird. But then we walked back. Yeah, we walked two miles back.
0: Yes. Um, exactly.
2: Yeah. So, Laura, let's see. Cause, you know, we want to keep these episodes a little, not short, but like.
0: I know, but they're so fun. I
2: know, I know. So, what I are do. some, are there, are there some episodes that you're like, we've got, it's literally we're half an hour in and. We've talked about two episodes. So let's uh, – w- what do we have here? What's going on? What, what are some – you know what? Let's hit the episodes, but let's do like the big highlight from each episode.
0: All right. Sorry. I really love all of them. So no, much don't much. be sorry. I, I am. Uh, so in episode 147, you guys um, – uh, Mike went to King Dong finally with Steve with the sad fish tank.
1: Wow. That was that long ago, 2016. What was the King oh. – What's that? It's a disgusting Chinese restaurant in Berkeley. If you're ever here, never go. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And
0: another thing from that one, sorry, Joe, the lady at the Memorial Day uh, celebration who was <gasps> drunk and what?
2: Oh yeah, she was like she was there uh, last year too, but she wasn't. She didn't cause that big of a scene. This Kamala Harris was staring at her. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> so we're uh, in episodes that are in May of 2016. Just as an FYI, so it's um, I'm just kind of. Uh, the 140s are right about then. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Uh, we can just move on, I suppose. Since uh... yeah,
1: what's another milestone or good story that's kind of in these nugget of stories?
0: Uh oh, episode 145. Yeah. Well, we have to talk about this one for a minute, sure, because that's when uh, Joe and and uh, Cameron were at the bar, and that gay Kenny comes up.
2: Gay and he just
1: Kenny,
0: sits with you got. Oh, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> like flirty. Yeah, yes. and, yeah. yeah. And he
2: was hitting on Cameron. Yes, in front of yeah. me. And Cameron said, "This is my boyfriend," and yes. then they, <laughs> he had a weird old man boyfriend. They got in a fight in front of us, and he was like, "I don't like that guy." He was like, <laughs> "It was I, I, you know." That's one forty-five. I kind of want to go back and listen to that episode. That was so weird. That always <laughs> happens at gay bars, by the way, Laurel. <laughs> we weren't at a gay bar. Oh, you weren't? No, we we're at a straight bar.
0: <laughs> Oh, Mm. all right so continuing yeah (laughs) oh episode 144 is uh you go to the pharmacy when you were staying with adam vott to buy a urinal
2: (laughs) oh yeah the gross urine cup that you bought look i still (laughs) use it i whenever (laughs) i yeah 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 it's what here's what it is is Whenever I have to go somewhere and like I'm sleeping in someone's room and they I, I don't want to wake people up. Ew! You're <laughs> never going to be a guest in my house. <laughs> well, I dump it out and clean it out and everything like that. But you're peeing in a bedroom. Like I don't like. What well, does it to get anywhere?
1: I want them to pee in the
2: bathroom. Well, the pee eventually makes it to the bathroom. Mike, you're saying at 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 two thirty in the morning. You want me to wake you up going to the bathroom? And peeing, yes, you me, and you hear me peeing and everything like that, and you're like, oh, God, Joe's peeing. Like, it's a whole thing, right? Whereas now I just quietly pee, and then I just... I don't make a big deal. I'm not telling people, like, hey, everyone, now I'm dumping my pee. Like, you're saying, though,
1: like, my pre- like do I prefer that you wake me up to pee? Or is that something I want you to do? No, but I would prefer you to do that than to pee in my bedroom.
2: <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. It, it, this house was so weird you know what, if I was anywhere, if I look, let me be honest, if I was going to wake up Adam Vaught and Adam Vaught only, I wouldn't care, just get up and pee, right? The problem was, he his room was in an, uh, another part of the house, like, uh, way far away, and then I was in this, like, super loud area, like, with wood floors and super echoey with people I had never met. So the thing that I was gonna wake up and wake up people I had never met was horrifying to me. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. They knew you were staying there, so they—I
2: mean, I'm just... yeah, but you're gonna wake them up. It was so loud that place. Adam <laughs> Vought with a loud house.
3: So weird.
2: All right, what's next, Laurel?
0: <laughs> Sorry, uh, episode one forty-three. We're going to Joshua Tree with Cameron.
2: Oh yeah, that was a, an important <laughs> event was in our quite relationship. A trip. It was a yeah. panic in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Probably what convinced... I know for a fact that Cameron was like, what is going on here? <laughs> but it, it does speak to... Uh, he was like, I have about seven episodes left to me. <laughs> yeah. I. I yeah. I it, I. it Now, I would actually... What's funny is I would go back again and be totally fine. I had just never been camping yeah. and didn't know how to prepare correctly for it. And Cameron wasn't <laughs> good for, like... he was just very, like, I don't know how to explain it. Just, like, he's just not that kind of person who, like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Let me help you.
1: Uh, Do you think that the company – I mean, you just kind of went there. But I'm saying, like, um, not that he was not the best person for a newbie and kind of calming your panic. Do you think that some of the panic had to do with, like, the – relationship you were in and like how you wanted to be viewed as maybe somebody who didn't panic and then that
2: caused you to panic more or anything like that i don't know it's definitely complicated you're right it's not just being at joshua tree there's definitely an element that is like uh there was way more going on because I think you and I went to Joshua Tree. Well, here's the deal is Cameron was being such a little fucking baby about it, right? Like he wanted to go I was like, I was always like listen, I'm new to this let's let's kind of do a middle road, let's like rent a motor home or something like that. And he was like, nope, it has to be tense <laughs> with like like everything like roughing it. And I was just like that's just not me, you know like I didn't shower for three or four days that's gross. <laughs> Hmm. It's intense. Yeah. Like I, like I want to be able to shower. Like I need to, I I can do glamping very well. I think I would like glamping. Yeah.
1: I feel like I would have, or just, I have insecurities. I date somebody who's younger than me. And so I'm always like in my head thinking if I can't keep up, it has something to do with that. Or I'm out of shape and he's more in shape than me. And so I tend to kind of overexert or kind of, um, try to disguise how heavy I'm breathing when we're doing stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I you know feel what? like I
2: might. I I that think, would
1: cause me a little more anxiety.
2: Too. I wonder if you can relate to this. I think Steve sort of the same way. It, and that, I think mean that that frames this correctly, not so shady towards Cameron. Is I feel like Steve is so easygoing that in a yeah. situation like this, it's detrimental. Does that make sense? Sure. So Cameron was just so easygoing that he was like not sweating the small stuff but i was definitely sweating the small stuff and he couldn't understand why i was sweating that
1: yeah like you had to change your clothes multiple times because you were sweating so much small stuff
2: yeah and he was just like (laughs) let's just hang out let's just be chill and i just couldn't i couldn't i would need to be so high yeah i think i would have been so much better he should have just gotten me high the whole time okay laura let's move uh, let's move on
0: uh, episode 142, this is where I got the suggestion from Mike to read Ready Player One. I went out and Amazon oh, that ready. book, right? Yeah, right after you mentioned it, I bought it and read it. Oh, this isn't a book review show, but, oh. Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible book.
1: i you liked it, and it's coming to theaters near you sometimes. know. Sometime, right?
0: So you know, excited. You know what's so
2: funny yeah. is, I didn't realize it, but I, I did buy it based on a recommendation from Adam Vaughn. I didn't know we talked about it in the show. I can't get through the f- past few, first few chapters. Ugh. oh really yeah. i think i was immediately hooked so mm-hmm.
1: if, if you're having trouble in the first few i'm not gonna say it well it's it,
2: in fairness better. in fairness i think i'm i it, i got it on kindle and it comes with an audiobook component so i've been listening to will wheaton read it and he's good at it but i just i don't know it, it, i can't get into it maybe i should try reading it actually Maybe I'm just not getting getting into, like, Will Wheaton reading it. How do you feel, by the way, Mike Lawson? I know you were a fan of this book. Because there's controversy because the kid who's playing him is is very attractive. And sort of the thing with Ready Player One is that the actual kid in the real world is not very attractive, but his avatar is. Correct? Correct.
1: Are you... I I mean, I don't... I want to see it. I mean, I don't know that... I understand why they cast an attractive-looking kid, because... They want people to stare at him for an hour and a half. So, I I don't know. I get it.
2: But it's kind I of don't... like this movie, That Wonder, where this Jacob Tremblay, the little kid from Room, right? Uh-huh. And he had a cute kid, right? A cute little boy. And they would made him into an ugly little boy. I'm like, there's a ton of little ugly boys who would love to be in a movie. Why do you need this Jacob Tremblay? Thank you. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on um laura what's next
0: okay we, well and, and then the theme song is brought in for the first time and oh. da, 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 you know.
2: episode what oh
0: 141 oh. 141 first 141. time we get the new
2: theme song oh mm-hmm. wow interesting
0: mm-hmm. and mike goes to chipotle and watches this kid run away from his mom and go out he almost get hit by a car attacked oh. by a person. i
2: it strangely remember that story how
1: funny May 2016. Interesting. What a time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it was a time. And, Mike, right. and uh, Joe went to see the furry movement documentary. Oh,
2: that was good. Yeah. And the, the furries were there. And yeah, I, I always see that picture on my iPhone photo feed.
0: Mm. What do we have next? 140. Mike and Steve go outside the box and they go to the Cheesecake Factory.
2: Wow. Oh, that's
1: God. that's adventurous <laughs> that's eating for Mike We've and Steve. We've been stuck in that box for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's maybe the first time I kind of mentioned some of our weird chain restaurant things. We're probably going tonight, so.
0: <laughs> to Cheesecake Factory?
1: <laughs> no, but some um, god-awful chain that like Steve Applebee's.
2: picks. Applebee's? I secretly enjoy. <laughs> now, does Steve, is Steve aware that he's, like, super basic? Yeah, 100%. And he's
1: just okay with it? He loves it, yeah. Like, I, yeah. There's these restaurants now that have like um, where you can like pay at the table. It's like a they also you could pay video, play video games or Mm -hmm. something. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about? No. They tend to be like in the Applebee's TGI Friday kind of type of restaurant. Yeah, I never go there. Yeah. Um, And so those are Steve's favorite places he he's critical of the machine basically you can like call your waitress on them or you can just check out and pay right there you don't have to have your waitress take your card or anything mm-hmm. um and he really appreciates that but he also is critical of it it's interesting he's a conflicted man
2: okay so we went through the first 10 episodes laurel i hate to like yep. we're not we're not ending right now but uh i hate to like uh Move this along faster. Let's say in the next from 1:30 to 1:40.
0: Wow, that's it, gonna be something there. What
2: are what are the big moments you want to talk about?
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: I know it's I know it's hard. It's we, so we, hard. We run into this problem with every single person where they want. I know it's it it. What's funny is like it's fun for us too, but the problem is is like and then it's like the audience is living through two hours of us going like, oh, that was a good episode. <laughs> Because even the one with like John uh, Arts, while you flip through your, uh, that actually went for an hour. You know that that conversation went for close to an hour, and um, we only played like a very very small portion of it.
0: All right, we're skipping ahead. We're just going for it. We're skipping ahead. Okay, Which we're Mike going past the past the butcher asking if you wanted to buy a store. Past oh yeah. to broadcasting going to Cameron. Uh-huh. Cameron
2: to that Go, going to where trinity a, podcast oh yeah. yeah which that was no longer it's gone now it's sad uh, mm. okay go ahead what were we saying
0: all right let's talk about mike mailing out um uh his christmas card. no that's boring huh he gets he doesn't know yeah. who it's from oh, blah 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 mike yeah all right uh <laughs> I, oh my goodness i'm all the way to, to episode 130
2: already that, that yeah. there, so nothing interesting or big happened between 130 and
0: 140 i mean let's talk about more important stuff yeah 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 um, the highlight of one thirty is when you, Joe, were playing that rinse and repeat game. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and finally you made it to the end.
2: Yeah, the guy, like, slaps you. That's just
0: okay. crazy. Okay. Is it like a porn game
1: or
2: something? It's not. Is that? It's not, it never gets specifically pornographic. There's, a, a like, a, a quote-unquote hot guy taking a shower, and you go over, and he starts, like, you start massaging him. And I think... You actually do get hot and heavy, but you don't really see anything. And then I think there's a climax, maybe. And then he gets like some sort of like gay shame and he like beats the crap out of you.
1: Okay. That sounds like a. Well, it was crazy. trying to make a
2: statement. Yeah. It was trying to make a statement.
1: Episode 130, by the way, was December 8th, 2015. So uh, we're moving back in time and we're now into the 2015s. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, one twenty nine, uh, Mike. You go to an Etsy. You t- attempt to go to an Etsy event with your friend uh, Flaky Jennifer. <gasps> flaky, I
1: yes, um, Flaky Jennifer, who might be listening.
0: Oh, I don't mean. I didn't mean it like that. It's just the way you characterize flaky,
2: her. Does Flaky Jennifer listen?
1: I don't. I mean, this is on the internet. It wouldn't be impossible for her to find it, and I would hate to make my friend feel bad. But no. my friend who is sometimes flaky named Jennifer, and I tried to go to an Etsy event, which was awful, um, and I would never return. Um, It's just so crowded. Yeah. Uh,
0: Also, Joe... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I
1: was going to say, yeah, Christmas 2015. That makes sense. Mm.
0: Christmas time. Mm. But it's also Joe's obsession with Jurassic Technology Museum. Oh, yeah. Begins.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, a place Cameron I would go to all the time. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It sounds crazy
2: it's it, it actually quite boring, but that's why I kind of love about it is how boring it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Mike decided to get some ugly produce. Do you still do that? Oh yeah, Mike, no. what's with the ugly produce? Yeah, they, they eventually
1: s- just started sending me the same shit over and over. So it was a imperfect, I think was the company's name. They send you a, you know, like a weekly box or something of produce, mm-hmm. but I was getting like, I don't know, you know, 12 sweet potatoes every week. And, I just kind of wanted more variety. It just felt like there was food going to waste, which kind of was the opposite reason I started that thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Now we're on to 128. Uh, Joe's family goes to Jack in the Box, Mm -hmm. and his father's upset because he didn't get his chicken sandwich and his iced tea that Joe went back to get.
2: Oh, I remember this story. And wasn't it he didn't order it? I think I look at the... What was it?
0: He didn't wait he didn't wait long enough to, at the drive through. <laughs> he just grabbed the one sack and left. <laughs>
2: that's right. I walked in there like they knew exactly who I was. And I was like, you know, I am and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that guy. And then they gave me a free chocolate cake, right? Cuz they felt badly <laughs> yes, or something. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my dad was so he was fit to be t- but that's very my dad. I'm so angry. You go and deal with it. Oh, so my dad, I forgot about that story. Oh, my God. I'm mad all over again. Okay, what's (laughs) next?
0: Uh, Continuing on, episode 127, Mike and his generic birthday cards that he sent out on Facebook to people. Oh, uh uh-huh. And you you sent one to some chick that you knew, and she said, who is this? And you were like, why is she even asking this? Because it has my picture in it.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember that story. Sure.
0: And then, uh, but you mentioned, Mike, that you used to be heavy. Were you heavy at one time? Because you don't look heavy. Yeah.
2: Oh, when Mike and I were friends when he was in California, like, I wouldn't say you were heavy, but you were built more like a lumberjack than you are now.
1: Um, I was a, almost 100 pounds heavier than I currently am. Wow. Like, well, to be honest, probably closer to 75 at this point. But
2: <laughs> And let's be honest, it, it, it was because you were friends with me. I think all Mike and I would do, go do is, is go eat. we really
1: would do a lot of food related things but like that's what i do with all my friends now too like let's go meet up and have lunch let's meet up and sit and drink a cup of coffee let's meet up and you know try this new food place like that my life
2: is still that way i think my friends always get fat I i felt like jose got a little fatter uh cameron got a little fatter i think people just get fat around me here here's the here's what i think part
1: of the problem is it's not that you
2: just want to go and meet up
1: and eat with people i think you're particularly good at picking good food out Mm -hmm. so i think you encourage people to eat like things that are good so then they end up eating more maybe that's it so it's not that you you eat you go to eating places more often i think it's just you go to better ones that encourage people to eat more perhaps perhaps
2: perhaps Uh okay and then 126 Laura what This, this is it yeah, there's two it. things Okay what is this it This
0: is there's Joe you go out with your friend you see a couple movies and you go to Richard's house call a lift you feel something in the air and you go out to the lift car and then some thug comes along
2: Oh yeah and that that, that Richard ditches me so fa- yeah, this is actually a big yeah. story yeah 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 Richard and I were going somewhere we called a lift and there was just something on Richard's street. There was this confusion. Richard and I have analyzed this to death. There was some sort of confusion. And we were waiting for the lift. And there was this traffic. And this thug just, I think he thought Richard and I were somehow part of I don't know what he was thinking. But, yeah, he pulled a gun on me and Richard. Richard, he ran away. So he left his cousin there to die so quickly. <laughs> I remember I looked over and he was, like, jumping over his gate. He was going to get help help my ass he was (laughs) hiding behind the house i found him and i remember i just said like uh i'm sorry i can't talk right now i'm busy or something like that and then just like walked (laughs) away and ever afterwards my legs were like spaghetti i was so scared yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's 126 oh interesting
1: yeah
0: from october
2: 2016 wow
0: 2016
1: 2015 2015 sorry
0: uh, the the last thing I'm going to mention is uh, the scheduled date rape that Joe was going to go on <laughs> with the guy story. that was uh, yeah. the Mike had seen on the Goldbergs with an old gr- boyfriend.
2: Oh, with N- with Nick Swartzen? Yeah. We had a schedule-
1: you never
0: mentioned his name on the show, and you changed it when you talked about it.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> I don't care now. But yeah. Well, dots can be connected.
0: Whatever. Flicky
3: Jennifer.
2: Yeah. Flicky Jennifer is probably going to tell him. so uh okay so um okay wait wait hold please i'm trying to think this out Swartz and i had a a a scheduled date rape i don't remember this he
0: was he wanted you you to come over yeah he wanted you to come over
2: and then he go no i remember this now i talk about the story all the time he goes like yeah yeah and then i go okay that's it let's make this happen i'm gonna do like i'm in boston like was he not even
0: in town he was somewhere else, and he was sending you texts, and you were trying to find Viagra, so uh, you'd be, <laughs> you'd yeah, I be ready, need thinking he'd leave you alone if you finally just met with him.
2: Yeah, that's actually kind of true. I, it makes sense. I think I'm a, 126 sounds like a winner.
0: Now, before we
2: start the wrap-up, Laurel, are, 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 are there any big moments that we've missed? Have, we, have you hit all the big moments that you were like, we, I cannot wait to talk to Mike and Joe about this?
0: Um... There was one I wanted to talk about. Mike's clarinet. Yeah. Did you, t- did you ever start taking lessons? You were having a heck of a time trying to find somebody to teach you. No, I found
1: a tutor and something weird happened where I like had to cancel the first appointment uh for s- something work related I think. Right. And like the his response like gave me a bad taste in my mouth and so I never went back. My clarinet's sitting on or like to my right. I could almost reach it. Um, it's sitting on a stand, and I never touch it. It's just a dust <laughs> collector.
0: It's pretty, though.
1: But, yeah, I know. Okay. So are so you okay?
2: I'm fine. Why? Yeah. I hear, oh, I hear background noise. I thought it was at your place. No. So, Laurel, okay. let me ask you a question, because this is important, because I can tell you're very excited to talk to us. You're, fi- <laughs> you're finally talking to Mike Lawson, and you know, he is. of Diabetes fame. It, does it feel like you're talking to a celebrity when you're talking to this Mike Lawson? So
1: dumb.
0: Yeah, actually it does. Is it weird though? But I I've never mean, talked you, to a celebrity.
1: You've yeah. listened to all these conversations and now you're like in one. Is that a weird mind, weird for your mind at it's all? Re-
0: yes, yes. It's weird, but it's really wonderful because I feel like if I've listened to you guys all this time. I just feel like we're already friends.
1: We are. Yeah. That was. It was very nice of you to call in and help us catch up on all these. We have um i think a couple more weeks we're gonna be doing this we're gonna catch up to all the way to number 200 mm-hmm. so you just brought us to number one what is it uh, 150 150 um so thank you for doing that and uh it was nice catching up with both of you
0: 100 percent, my pleasure
2: you have the honors by the way to do what <laughs> perfect all right <laughs> no we let people say go to hell
0: Oh, but I don't want to say that. I don't like, you know, I don't want to put bad karma out
2: there. John Arts was so ready. He was like, all right, go to hell, Mike. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Laurel. Yeah. Go to
1: hell. Go to hell.
2: (laughs) Go go to hell, Laurel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait.
3: This is the one with a little, a little more energy. Amen. I Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at CU podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance.